0: Welcome to Widow Too Soon. This is Michelle Bader Ebersole, (laughs) obviously, and I'm sitting here with Mark Misaro. How's it going, Mark? Yo,
1: what's up? Thank (laughs) you. 100 episodes. I can't even believe it.
0: 100. Like 100. I wanted to do the 10, 10 times, you know, like 100. We did it. We did (laughs) did it. it. Can you believe it? 100. I actually can't. Like if I think back to our Humble beginnings, like two and a half years ago, May. I remember because it was like May fourth. I remember like the fourth, you know, May fourth, whatever. May fourth, twenty twenty one, was our first episode.
1: Yes, Star Wars Day.
0: (laughs) Yes, and here we are. Remember that November seventh, twenty twenty three. Hi, two and a half years later. Two and a half years, and oh, there's nine people watching us. Hi, (laughs) Rob.
1: Hi, Kristen.
0: Yeah, yeah. You'll be in charge of like seeing all of the. Oh, I see everybody. Look at oh, Christina. I love Christina. I love you all. Like it's so great to (laughs) see you on here. This is so fun. And we're actually recording too, so this will be like out on the podcast probably like tomorrow. Um. So, anyways, I get a little distracted looking at the comments and all of that stuff. But. We are celebrating with you. We wanted to do this live episode so we could celebrate together the fact that Widow Too Soon has grown humongously. We have done 100 episodes, and Mark, what were those stats on like how many plays and how many countries and all that?
1: We've been listened to in 78 countries. Nice. Which it's sad to know that there's that many widowed people. Yes. I mean, and that's nothing. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's way more than that. Oh, your mom said hi. Oh, hi, mom! Thanks for talking. But seventy-eight countries have listened to our silly little podcast. That's crazy, and um,
0: that is crazy.
1: Over forty-two thousand listens.
0: That's amazing. Seventy-eight
1: countries. It's just unbelievable. And I remember, there was no way you could talk me into (laughs) doing this podcast. I was like, "No, stop asking. I'm not doing a podcast. Nobody wants to listen to anything I have to say." And uh, I totally remember praying about it and was like, Why do I feel like you're calling me to do it? I was like, you know what? It's in your hands, Lord. There's mm-hmm. no way she's gonna ask me one more time because I have like shot her <laughs> down hard every time. And I said, if she asks one more time, I'll say yes. And so um you Good said so I did. <laughs> Do you want to do a podcast or what? And I was like, you know what? Yeah and you were like what?
0: <laughs> yeah. So- it was like You weren't going to do it, you know, Um, but I remember like when you would tell me your stories about Lacey and like all the things you'd been through and I knew other people needed to hear it too because you have some incredible stories of how Jesus met you in the pain and I'm so thankful that you said yes to doing this and I know this is totally not like in your comfort zone.
1: yes at all it's not
0: but you're good most people wouldn't
1: most people wouldn't know that um but yeah i was telling tina i was like man i'm like so nervous right now by the way (laughs) hi tina i just saw her little heart
0: show up or something that's cute thanks for being here hey joel
1: what's up
0: say something joel but he's driving i don't want it to be dangerous I know you're here. That's so great, but no, it's just crazy. We were kind of talking before about like all the things that have changed in our lives since we started this podcast. Um, we've both found our chapter two people. Um, I got married. We've both moved out of our houses that we used to live in with our late spouses. Um, mm. I mean, just so many things just to see, you know, and and how Widow goals was formed, this nonprofit, which now, the podcast is under and just like what that's been doing um do you want to share with everybody about when you watch the retreat video today
1: yes I would love to so um Michelle posted a video from the retreat and so for me like it was just stories right like and so I'm picturing what it was like in my head and I was kind of relating it to some like men retreats I've been on and things like <laughs> that but like seeing the video today was like really powerful and seeing um everybody laying their hands on I think you said it was Kim yeah and praying mm-hmm. for her and just um seeing everybody hugging and laughing and you know making the the pottery project and all this mm-hmm. stuff and at first I was just like wow that's so cool that like she put this all together like that's really neat you know like all these people were able to come together and find some comfort and and healing um mm-hmm but I also had this like overwhelming moment that it was like, wow, like this event happened because of our podcast
0: mm-hmm. and
1: not to mention all the countless emails we've gotten over the past, what, yeah,
0: three,
1: three years, how long have we been doing Two and this and Two yeah. and a half years.
0: Two
1: and a half years that like how many people it's helped and people that have felt suicidal and just all these, it's just, it's incredible to think back to all of the emails we've gotten about how us like singing and being silly, uh, has like helped people. And obviously, you know, we share our stories and we try to be vulnerable and honest and all that. Um, so anyways, it's just been yeah. very like moving to realize like it, cause it's a total God thing. I didn't want to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? I didn't, I didn't want to do this and to see not only all the things that God has done, but I met Tina because of this podcast, yes,
0: like she was a listener to me, a little thanks yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Because didn't props. she see you on YouTube first, and I created the YouTube and all the things? But it's it's God, it's God.
1: <laughs> I I think so. I think that's how it went down. I I can't. Re- you know, I think she was listening to the podcast. I think. Oh, okay. so. okay. I think she said she followed our Facebook page. Okay. Then then because of some post, she was like, "Oh, it's a podcast." Mm-hmm. And then you know, it went from there and then she went on YouTube to, I'm assuming, see what I look like because she was interested <laughs> in me by my voice. But anyways, it's because of this podcast that I met my sweet, amazing Tina and she's just yes. such a great woman. And I'm so blessed to have her. And it's like, wow. Like, so it's almost like God has used us to yeah. help so many people through this podcast. Um, but also like, you know, blessed me tremendously through this podcast. And I just want to say, hey, Cheryl. Well, I got to back it up a little bit because I think, oh, yes. Hey, Tina. Hey again, sweetheart. Hey, Cheryl. Thanks so much. Uh, We are thankful for you being a listener. Um, And Rob, listen, we need you to We need you to post new podcasts every other day.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. I guess we have to quit like every other job we have and just do this. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so awesome. I wanted to share something. I like him. He's cool i know I you, right? our... you're live
1: i don't have to talk about it in secret you're <laughs> awesome Rob. i he like is.
0: you and go back and listen to i don't remember what number was his but it was a great great podcast yes. yes and i know cheryl personally and she's amazing and of course tina i'm just going down the list and of course my mom thanks my mom karen for supporting <laughs> me in everything but just going That's along awesome. with like what this has done um I I have a card sitting here. I'm just gonna read it anonymously that somebody gave to me, but it has to do with the podcast too. So I thought that you would you would like to hear this and I know she'd be fine with me sharing, especially without her name. Um it just says, um you okay. You are kind, genuine, strong, and have such a good heart. I appreciate your heart for Jesus and widows. I literally do not know what state I would be in if I hadn't found your podcast, done grief recovery, came to the retreat and connected with you you have been the single most instrumental piece of my healing journey. And I thank God for you daily. Like that just brings me to tears. Like if we wouldn't have said yes to actually with this person, we had some conversations while she was here. Like, whoa, like if Mark and I hadn't started this podcast, you would not be here right now. Like she said it literally like saved her life and like was something like in the darkest times that actually made her laugh and Mm. and 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 all of that and so i just like that just these things are powerful when you guys share them um it's just amazing there's more comments coming up this is so fun oh kimberly it's so thankful every single oh wait 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 wait. i gotta go read oh they're happening too fast
1: so rob linger Uh, was episode thank you help me out (laughs) oh thank
0: you (laughs) So Kimberly, um, can't wait for the next one. As soon as they're over, you've got me through. Some- oh, thank you. And then Karen Kendall. Oh, love you. Just joined. <laughs> Happy to see you, Michelle. Great to hear from you, Mark. The widow retreat was amazing. Oh, yes, it was mm. Angela, who did another great episode with us. I'm grateful for the blessing you've been in my life. Oh, another new person. Melinda, I just found your podcast last week. I'm only on episode three, but I've been enjoying it. Wow. Let me tell you, the quality gets better. Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> like,
0: Oh, my goodness. Go back that to it. That is one of the biggest things.
1: Yes, it was terrible in the beginning. We didn't we were, know what
0: we were doing.
1: I don't even think we had microphones. I don't I think, think. – didn't we have, like, headphones and, like –
0: Maybe. I don't know. Got, it was bad. I don't, it was bad. And then we learned a lot more. We've been through a different couple different microphones and all kinds of stuff. Yes, and, like, yes. headphones. We researched it. But, anyways, thank you guys for joining us. Um, yes. I don't know where it was. We are just talking about, like, the amazing things that have happened because of this pod- it, podcast, it's like actually humbling, just kind of like I shared, I believe I shared it last week, the moment I had at the retreat, like, if Luke hadn't died, this wouldn't be happening. And just like what a moment that was. And the same, like if Lacey hadn't died and Luke hadn't died, which we would have never chosen, but God made beauty from ashes, these people wouldn't be getting healing, not because of us, through God uses us as a vessel. And I feel so privileged to be a vessel And it's just, it's so humbling. So thank you guys, like for, um, just, just for all of this, for, for helping, like encourage us for listening, for getting the word out. Like in the beginning, it was just our, remember, remember sending it out and it was like, I found a lake, a a listener in Lake Elsinore. I found a listener in Vancouver, Washington. I'm like, Oh, our friends are (laughs) listening. Yay.
1: (laughs) I remember (laughs) telling you, I was like, man, if we even get like 10 people to listen, that's like crazy. Yeah, (laughs) and now we're averaging like two thousand listens a month,
0: and it's not—it's
1: not not about numbers or anything. I mean, we're not—you know, this isn't because we're trying to boast. It's because it's right. What God has done through this is just amazing, and I love uh, what my sweetheart said here. Before I met either of you guys, you gave me permission to laugh again,
0: and I remember her
1: um, telling me that, and that was like so powerful for me to hear. Um, there were just a lot of things that we said that like, you know, one of the things that I remember saying to her that she had not only heard in the podcast, but I'd said to her privately, you know, on, on a phone call was, I think it was our first phone call. Um, you know, she felt guilty for talking to another man. And I said, you have Mm -hmm. to remember, like, you didn't choose this, right? Um, this, this happened to you. This isn't Mm -hmm. something that, that you, um, that you made happen or something. And there's nothing wrong with trying to find happiness again and um Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't know it's that was that was like really powerful it's really always so neat for me to like it's such an interesting perspective to get to talk to tina yeah because i know her now as you know somebody i'm very very close with and in love with but i also know her as somebody who listened to us but didn't know me Mm -hmm. and so it's really interesting to get those different perspectives of like you know how we helped her and things like that and um, and gosh, like, like I was saying a few minutes ago, it, it led us to each other. Um, that's
0: awesome. What a blessing, you know? It is It is
1: totally, it's totally one of those things too, because so we, we talked about all the things that have changed in our life. Right. So, yeah. you know, I became the big man on campus and graduated high school. Woo-hoo! That's how you roll at 43 years old, almost <laughs> 44. You know, you go graduate high school. That's what that's we right.
0: do.
1: Got my real estate license. And that's awesome. Um, you know, and but yeah, but the one of the main things was I moved from Southern California to East Tennessee. That's huge. and I just felt God telling me like it was so clear that I was supposed to do it. I got sign after sign after sign after sign that I was supposed to do it to the point where I was begging God, if this is wrong, please oh slam mother. the door yeah. in my face. Like, please don't let me do this. Wow, I'm old. <laughs> I want to read more comments, but I just saw Rob said, Wow, you're old. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. But um he was he was telling me like you're supposed to move to Tennessee. You're supposed to move wow. to Tennessee. And um like just yeah, it's I mean I I think I've gone into the, all of that before. I'd go into it another time, but um
0: Wait, it was so I... clear. That is and, so uh, awesome. sorry,
1: and I'll just I'll finish the thought real quick. It no, was no. so clear, but because I moved to Tennessee.
0: Tennessee. I was Tennessee. Tennessee. I was
1: close enough. We have to.
0: We have
1: <laughs> Take to. me to another, another place. Take me Take to another, another land. I can't do this live. This is crazy. <laughs> 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 So anyways, pretend
0: we're not live. But anyways, pret- okay. I'll try. He was- look
1: at my forehead. just listening <laughs> <laughs> like I ate some salsa or something before <laughs> I came on here. So anyways, um, no, but it's, Ten- it's because I listened to God and moved to Tennessee yeah. that I was close enough that Tina would reach out to me.
0: That's and awesome. it was like,
1: oh, like, that's why you had me move here, you know, and it's yep. just so awesome. So, anyway, sorry.
0: Um, yeah, I no, like I had it, a little it's... side note. Um, so, which I'm going to talk about some things I did this last weekend. But I was in Ohio and I met this lady from Kentucky. And first she said she said Knoxville, and I was like, "What's the name of that town? What's the name?" I'm like, "My podcast host lives in Louisville." <laughs> She's like, "Louisville." Louisville.
1: Louisville, yeah, yeah. No,
0: well she said it like you. How do you say it again?
1: Wait, so okay, so in Kentucky, it's Louisville.
0: Okay, that's but not how she here, said. Here,
1: it. it's Louisville.
0: Oh, I thought okay. Somebody in I my house right. me trying I don't but, know. But I'm in,
1: I'm in Maryville. For oh, I wasn't
0: outs- even right. <laughs>
1: for any outsider, it's Maryville. But if you're okay, local, wrong town. It's Merville.
0: Merville. You, okay. You don't
1: you don't say Maryville. Well, it's like well, I don't know if I should tell where Tina's from but her her city has a similar thing oh, okay it's it's spelled it's pronounced one way to all of the rest of the world but you don't say it like that if you're local oh my gosh I just saw the um the what? subtitles and it said Merville M-E-L-M-E-R-V-I-L-L-E that's funny uh I saw the s- subtitles on the Facebook list. oh um, you
0: oh yeah I was like okay let's <laughs> keep, catch up on the the comments before we keep moving yes. on yes okay so um. So let's go. Kimberly.
1: Karen Kendall. Did you read that oh, one?
0: I did. Just yeah. joining.
1: Happy to see you, Michelle. Great to hear you and Mark. The widow retreat was amazing. That's super awesome. Uh, go ahead. You can read the next one.
0: Oh, I don't even see that on my screen anymore. I was just oh. going to go uh Kimberly Evans. I've shared your podcast with so many of my friends who have unfortunately joined the widow club with us all. Y'all are such y'all. I said it right. Y'all are such a blessing. Thanks, Kimberly. <clears throat> um, Christina, who I also know personally, I remember when my husband passed a little over five months ago and I was just searching for someone Ooh, it just moved on my screen. Someone who was just close to understanding, I found this podcast. My husband and I used to talk on my dev- drives home or any drive, and it was too quiet. I was looking for another voice. This time I needed a voice of understanding. This podcast has been so precious to me. It gives me peace on a moments that I feel disparity, and on some of my dark days when I listen, I have a little hope. Oh, my mm, goodness. Thank that's you, awesome. Christina. I feel like there's another one that we missed there that just moved off my screen there was one below uh, oh yeah. Stacey, stacy yes right?
1: well kimberly evans i have shared your oh you read that one sorry
0: yes i need um real time it's i'm not it's not let me see these anymore okay hold on
1: louisville louisville is how you pronounce it if you hail from that city okay louisville i really Are like any... the way you spelled that angela <laughs> That <laughs> made it very. That's easy. awesome.
0: Can you read the one from Stacy? Because it disappeared on mine. I can't yes, find it. Yes,
1: let's see. Thank
0: you. Because it's gone off my screen. I don't know. So
1: proud it. of you too. Love seeing how Aww. God has used your stories and vulnerabilities to reach out to others. Thank you, Stacy.
0: Thanks, Stacy. It's one of my That's good awesome. friends. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and uh, one of our f- uh, former guests too. Yeah, she's she actually been on the two podcast awesome episodes. Uh, three. Well, two two episodes of her sharing her story. Yes. You and then a can. third where you guys did while you were a <laughs> paddleboard.
0: Yes. So if you listen to, I don't remember what number, but Widowed Twice, that's Stacy. There's two episodes on that one. And then we did one more recently on like widow self-care or something like that. So thank you, Stacey. Um, okay. Where were we going from here? Um, what's been going on?
1: Well, what, so I, you, you uh, let's see. As I said last week in the Joel episode, which was super fun the episode, Joel. by the way. It that was. was. Cool.
0: I loved it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He's a cool dude. You're a cool dude, Joel. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I am getting closer to starting my new career as a mechanic. Sorry. Excuse me. Um, and I'm super excited about that. And, uh, you know, it'll just be nice to, like, work a lot and actually, like, make money. So I've tried the yeah. real estate. I'm doing it. Uh, so yeah. Tina said that I am the triple threat because I'm now a real estate agent, a mechanic, and a podcaster. Ooh,
0: so, the triple threat! Um, you don't get all the three of those the tripl- very the often. The
1: triple threat, yeah. So you know, one of my jobs I'm super dirty and greasy and grimy. And the other one I'm all dressed up, all fancy. So
0: it'd be and, then podcasts, hard to can, and then podcast, and then
1: podcast. I'm in you know sweats. And I, I have the yeah. Zoom attire. You know, me sometimes too. I'll have a nice, nice shirt and like sweats on or whatever.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm this actually is super wearing a random. dress
0: with pants. And Haley was like, nice. "Nice outfit." I'm like, "Well, it keeps me warm, <laughs> and you can't see it on the podcast." <laughs> Anyways, so this is super
1: random. Speaking of like Zoom stuff or whatever, I saw this uh, Shark Tank episode recently. Oh, I
0: love Shark Tank. Yeah, I
1: know it's such a good show. But there was a guy who invented. He called it the Bueller. So like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a uh, like AI thing where like you can look like you're present in a meeting in a Zoom meeting, and it's just like you sitting there like nodding, but it shows that like you're actually somewhere else or you're sleeping or whatever. But like there's totally so it was it was pretty funny. I don't know why I thought of that, but um, funny. So and then let's see. So okay, so everybody here. you know, we love praying for you guys, and sometimes we ask for your prayer requests. And uh, I just want to let everybody know. So um, Tina's uh, at a business meeting right now, and she has to fly back tomorrow, and she's mm-hmm. very nervous about that. She doesn't like flying very much. So I would just love if everybody would, like, say a prayer for Tina. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be super cool. And then, so I, th- I just thought of that right now. But um she is coming for a visit and I'm super excited. Yay. We get to spend more time together than we usually good. do. And we have a lot of fun plans, a lot of cool stuff that we're going to do. I'm crazy. I already got my Christmas tree up. I don't know if you saw oh that gosh. on Facebook. I did. You know, I actually like five days before last year, I had it up in October. I think this year it took me till November, but, um, got my Christmas tree up. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. Um, okay. but Tina's going to come help us decorate the tree.
0: Oh, so I'm super excited so about that.
1: Yeah, it'll be neat. Um, so yeah, we're super excited to hang out, but I don't have uh a whole lot I can think of except for I took Luke to the dentist today. He had to have these um I don't know, they I forgot what they're called. They called them appliances. But like it's these things it's, like oh. these spacers to go in his mouth so that oh, when his okay. te- his new teeth grow in they don't like grow in like crooked or whatever. Yeah. So he's got this like wild lisp. Oh. It's like it's it's like oh, really cute, God. but like I feel I'm bad sure it's for, really for him. He's like Daddy, you want to play video games with me? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, buddy, sure. You know, oh. it's like can I have something to eat? <laughs> can I have a sandwich? <laughs> it's like really cute, oh, but uh, he'll adorable. he'll supposedly get used to it over over a few days. You know, but he's he's a trooper about it. Uh, so Rob Linger, no Christmas tree. Yeah, you know, not <laughs> ev- not everybody's as cool as me. You know, it's right. okay. Don't worry about it, Rob. We'll, we'll switch you. You can just get a tree up. No, I know. You shared your story with me. Um, but anyway, so what's up with you, Michelle?
0: Um, I want to share a couple Skydive things. Skydive off any buildings lately no, or anything? No, but I did, I've got some exciting things. So we did go to Ohio. Um, okay, there's this crazy thing people oh, do in Ohio. Nice. Everybody yells, oh h and then everybody else goes i oh it's the weirdest thing like they just like one of the leaders Never in the front that. of the room said that and me and stacy so stacy was the guest who's with us she also was our retreat coordinator and she's one of my great nice. friends good job uh, th- 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 stacy th- yes and she's also a grief recovery specialist so she was there and we were like what is happening everybody was yelling oh hi i'm like we could do this for washington i yell w a and you go s-h-i-n-g-o-t-o-n i thought that was kind of funny um but we got to go to Ohio, which was really cool to learn more about the grief recovery method, which is the groups that we do. Little plug, you know, I always talk about it. Um, this uh, program that we take people through to help them work through their grief. So we learned more about it. We were so blessed to be able to be sitting with all of the like, leaders in the company, like the the founder's son, who is now, he runs the company, um, as well as the top people. We got to have dinner with them and just really, like, learn more from them. And then they said that they learned a lot. Like, they loved our excitement, and they love what we're doing with Widows. And uh, it was just a really great time. So I really enjoyed that. Um, we got to see um, kind of like a Broadway show, but it wasn't Broadway. It was uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, and it was hilarious. Hello. That was fun. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That was really good. Nice. That's my so steel that outfire Yeah, it was a great impression. Um, but okay, what I'm really excited about. So Haley told me for her senior year she wanted to do a trip to New York and to see a Broadway play. Like that was her dream. We're going on Thursday. Joel got us a spot on his private jet to, to New nice. York. <laughs> yeah, that's like, rad. This is like really crazy. And I brought uh, I bought Broadway show tickets to see Aladdin on Friday um so we're gonna be there for the weekend so we just told her like two days ago she's like what what do you mean I gave her like the tickets like a printed ticket she's like what do you mean what do you mean Aladdin on Broadway I'm like we're going this weekend on a private jet and she's like but I want to go to an airport I'm like okay well um this is a private jet like eight people can go in it like this is a big deal
1: (laughs) girl this is better
0: (laughs) yeah um but I'm like on the way back so Joel has to go back later so we're gonna take a regular um flight back
1: a a peasant plane.
0: Yeah. Like she has no idea how good she's only been on a plane twice. So only to California and to Idaho. So anyways, there's that. And then, um, yeah, I, I bought Haley's cap and gown today. They wanted it done by November. So that's kind of weird. Like just knowing that that's coming up like that fast. And so that was just kind of not really a grief moment, just like, wow, this is strange that, um, she is going to be graduating. So yeah, that's Um, crazy oh i did write down two more things that i wanted to share oh somebody just wrote io
1: <laughs> so it was well yeah so maybe she's from ohio rob blinger did oh oh i and see oh when i see Ellen tina did don't io us, and... and tina did io i guess tina knows what that is I, i'd never heard of that oh before. this is
0: like a thing we didn't even know i don't even know um okay so this is a little side note okay two two shows that have to do with widows okay i've been wanting to say i'm like i have to say something about it so The Golden Bachelor. I just have to say this. Like, you know, the show The Bachelor has been around 20 some years. It wasn't really that great. But The Golden Bachelor, they have to be ages 60 and above. And a lot of them are widowed and the guy who's the bachelor is the widow now Joel's like he watches it with me he's like i hate this he has to keep hurting people's feelings i'm like i know that's part of the show like it just happens (laughs) but anyways i really like it it's just i'm just saying shows that have widows in them that i think are good i really like it because they share the emotions of like dating Mm -hmm. again after a widow and stuff and then one more um i found the show and then stacy and i watched like four or five episodes on the plane ride back it's called blended family it's a widow and a widower who get married um one of them has seven kids and one has four so they have 11 kids like ages oh, wow. 12 all the way down to little and it's such a good show because they talk about all the emotions that go into that and anyways that's just oh, a that's little cool. side note that i found the yeah. show i always like to say ones that i think are good i think that one's really good um because it just shows like the the emotions so enough about the shows i'm watching let's get into the episode <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, no, that's cool. I mean, I could go on all day about TV and movies. That's how I roll. Right. But So uh, Angela said, I didn't put up a tree or any decorations last year. My first without my husband. I'm going to try this year. I relate to that, Angela. I remember the first year, the first Christmas was really, really hard. Um, I know it was also Mm -hmm. really, really hard for Tina as, you Mm -hmm. know, her husband actually passed away in December, um, just five days after their anniversary. And um, so December is a hard month for her. Um, so, well, we'll be praying for you and wish you luck in getting your tree up, um, or, you know, any decorations. And if you can't, that's okay too. Um, I'm not sure what Stacy was saying. Wow. Too. I think it's that you're going to the Broadway show. Tina said, mm-hmm. IO. I'm going to ask you about that later, sweetheart. Cause I don't know anything <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, that has uh, to do with yes.
0: the O H I O. That's what she No, she's no I know.
1: I just mean oh, like okay. what, what the whole thing behind it is. Cause she's actually yeah. like right next to Ohio. Like when I came and oh, visitor her yes. one time, we actually hopped over this bridge to go to Walmart and the Walmart was <laughs> in Ohio. So it was like, I was like, Hey, I've been to Ohio now. I think I actually went there when I was a kid because we traveled from New York to California when I was a kid. Mm. And I'm pretty sure we would have gone through Ohio, but, um, I don't know. I was like five or six. Um, so yes, I bought my sons today. First one of my four kids to graduate without their dad. It's going to be difficult. Mm, yeah. Yep. Oh, Rob, duh. I forgot you were from Ohio.
0: Oh yeah. Um, oh, Buckeyes! guys, I found out that's like a little nut. That's what it is. And they have, yeah, I'm sure. I'm promising. No, I don't know it, what you're
1: talking about. Buckeyes. Like
0: the Buckeyes. Um, I don't have it with me. And so I got like these little candies that are like chocolate and peanut butter and they look like a Buckeye and they're so oh, good. But like okay. they're their mascot of Ohio state. Yeah, it's a buckeye, which is literally a nut on a body. It's really interesting looking. It's not it's an a, animal. No, it's a nut. Like their their mascot's a nut. It was kind of weird. Really? Oh, but, I didn't know, you know that. Go, Rob.
1: I, I can't I can't <laughs> say anything about it uh, live because I don't want to humiliate myself. Um,
0: <laughs> a, a useless, useless nut. nut. See, it's a nut. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, uh, Angela said December is yeah. her wedding
1: anniversary too. Yeah, that's tough, and it's, um, oh. you know, it's, I, I know I've mentioned this before, but Tina's anniversary um, with her late husband is December 4th, mm. and then the day he passed away was December 9th, wow. and I always feel terrible because my birthday is December 10th, right, and I, I remember telling her, and she said, no, I didn't, but I was like, let's just, like, move my birthday to January 10th <laughs> or something, like, yeah. I don't want you, like, that's, you know, that's – I don't want her to feel like she needs to be sad one day and then has to be happy the next day. Or not happy, but you know what I mean, like celebrating yeah. or whatever. You know, that feels weird. Um, yeah. But, you know, anyways, so that girl has been through a lot of stuff too as yeah. we all have listening. Um,
0: uh, I wanted to so anyways, the answer, yeah Kimberly's question. Where did I find Blended Family? So it's on oh, – I yeah. think it's dis- Discovery, but I bought it through Amazon Prime. It was like $5 to add on – five dollars a month to add on discovery and i got it honestly for sister wives i've been watching that forever and then <laughs> which Joel, it's another show joel's like i'm not watching the show this is too weird but i've been watching like luke and i used to watch that show it's been on forever so that's why i bought it so anyways if you go to amazon you can click on like add discovery for 5.99 and that's where i found it so nice well um, there you go there Those we the go answers. so we we're gonna go through some questions that we've heard and then open it up for other questions so i'm just gonna like read one and we can just talk about it so this Let's is a something great to talk about <laughs> sing they want to hear you sing you can't do Let's it give them something, something to talk, to talk about. about a little <laughs> mystery to figure out i
1: don't okay. know that's all i know that's the okay. extent
0: all right tina turner how what? and is it? That, yes, somebody put it in the comments. It is, it is. Okay. Don't look I it don't up. Know. Somebody else will. Okay. Here's a, I'm okay. Let's, let's get, get back to the subject at hand. Okay. How and when do you tell your story in a new job, new church, et cetera? How, this mm. would be great for you. Cause you just moved to a new area. Like how, how is that for you? Yes. Maybe say your experience with that.
1: So something that's super different about being in Southern California Versus here in Tennessee. In Southern California, I did not get to control the narrative. There were people that knew whether I wanted them right. to or not. Um, right. And I've shared this story on here before, but there were people, Bonnie Raitt.
0: Oh, thanks, Kristen. Thank <laughs> I you. I was totally wrong. Aloha. <laughs>
1: um, oh,
0: and can really like sister wives, so that's good. Okay, back. So,
1: um... <laughs> You know, I remember, and I shared this story on here before, one time I was in the grocery store and the kids and I were having like a good day. And, you know, we were, this was like a few months after Lacey died and we were just kind of, you know, just having fun together in the grocery store. I was trying to figure out what the heck I was doing. I was probably buying frozen pizzas or pizza rolls or something. And, uh. Silence your phone. I, I, I can't. Well, I guess I can. <laughs> I thought I did. I turned it down, but I guess on I turned it On air down
0: live, else. you have your phone making noise. Look how bad.
1: Mark sucks live. Um, So anyways, uh, this lady in the checkout line, she's like, oh my gosh, aren't you that guy that lost his wife to cancer? And I was Uh -uh. like, yep, that's me. You know, so the cool thing about living in Tennessee is I get to control when and who gets to know and when I get to tell them and whether I think it's necessary or not, or whether I want the conversation to go that way or not. Um, I will, to be honest, I'll pull it as a card if I need to, like, you know, if I need grace for something, um, you know, and it was be so for example, um, you know, my, my kids were a little behind, um, when they came here Mm -hmm. and once everybody found out that my wife died, all of a sudden they had a lot of grace for me for why my kids were behind and that, you know, we came from California and had all these crazy COVID lockdowns and all this stuff. So... That's one thing is like I will, you know, I will share it if I need to. That's one thing that I'm just being honest and real about that if it's like helpful to you in a situation, I'm not saying to like use it and abuse it kind of a thing, but like don't be afraid to talk about it if there's a yeah. situation where it can help you or something like that because this is something very traumatic that happened to you and it's mm-hmm. real and mm-hmm. i remember you know sometimes i'd have this feeling of like uh you know nobody cares or whatever you know you, when you're all you know down and depressed and all that um but so anyways that's that's something i would say so how and when to talk about it it's up to you
0: yeah i think it's if you personal. feel it's
1: appropriate i wouldn't just bring it into every conversation because sometimes it's not necessary Mm -hmm. Sometimes you don't want to feel that way. It's great for me that I can just have a normal conversation with somebody and they wouldn't even know that about me. Mm -hmm. But if it comes up, I also like that, you know, I have it to talk about. Like, so um, one time I walked into church, this church I was going to, and this old man said, hey, like, you don't have a wife with you? I said, I I was married, but she passed away and I'm, I'm actually widowed. And he's like, hey, I'm widowed too. And he's like, I'm really happy you're here. He's a sweet old man. He was probably like 90. And uh, he's like, he shook my hand with both hands, you know, like all sincere and was like, I'm I'm really happy you're here. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. And I don't know. It was just cool. So anyways, Mm. yeah. So how about you? How would you answer that?
0: Um, I tend to tell people right away i mean not as much anymore that i'm remarried because they don't know anything they just think i'm married but it it is kind of awkward and they're like how long you been married and they think it's gonna be like 20 years i'm like seven months um but i used to tell people right away um honestly i didn't want them to think i was divorced um Mm -hmm. was kind Mm -hmm. of part of it like the single mom not that that you know that was just my own thing i'm being honest um i wanted people to know why i didn't have a husband So I would tell people right away, but then some people don't want to. For example, Haley told me when she was getting her, um, she had a permit, she was getting her license, she's on a drive, and they said something about her dad, and she's like, I just went with it. Oh, because there was a picture on her phone. I don't know, something. And I go, why didn't you tell them? She's like, what am I supposed to say? My dad's dead? Like, I don't want to talk about it. You mm-hmm. know, so everybody and the same thing happened. I think I told I said, shared this recently at like school. They were talking about father, daughter, dance. And she, like, she just didn't say anything like so she would prefer not to and not to be different, I guess. Um, mm. So I think it really is a personal thing, like what you're comfortable with. So here's yeah. the next. Oh, unless you have anything wait. That.
1: Yeah, no, I just I was going to just add to that. Like, so I know I cannot be the only one that's done this. Have you ever filled out a form and it gives you three options?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Married,
1: nice. divorced, divorced, single.
0: Right. And right I make and my own box. Oh, widowed. I used to do that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't
1: be the only one. By the way, Tina, where's my camera? This flavor is so good. She told me it's about it. It's sparkling water. I, it's just cool that I know she's watching.
0: Yeah, right? It's a uh, blackberry right?
1: lemonade. She's like, oh, it's a pretty good flavor. So I was like, all Whoa. right, I'm going to try it. Nice. Um, it's really good.
0: Okay, next question. She's going to be like, told you. (laughs) Um, When did you start feeling normal again, like living with purpose? So I think – can I start this one? Yeah, you go first. um, It's never going to be the same normal. It's going to be a new normal. Like it's never going to look exactly the same. So, for example, I don't know if I shared this last week, like at the grief retreat. Um, on these little flower pots, they drew a picture of what their life used to look like, and then they had to drop it and break it, and then put it back together with new pieces to represent their new life, and put it together, and it was beautiful in a different way. Like we made these little artwork things, and so your life will never be exactly um, what it was, but I know what you mean about feeling normal, like feeling like life is good again. Um, it's different for everybody, but we've talked about this many times about how it's like you have the, like it's cloudy at first. Every single day is cloudy, you're crying, you don't wanna get out of bed, all the things. And then one day you laugh or you see something that makes you smile and it's like a little bit of sunshine. And then all of a sudden one day it's like half sunny and half cloudy, it starts getting better. And then one day, this is like where I'm at now and I feel like this is probably where you're at now, it's sunny most of the time. And then once in a while we have the like clouds that come out and those are the the grief. The waves of grief but they don't last very long like they're right. like it used to take me out for a day you know the whole day now it's like maybe five minutes like it just depends on what it is i feel it because the only way to, to to heal is to feel it what we feel we heal you guys all know that um and you know so it's i can't really say how how long to start feeling normal i don't know for me Maybe in between the three to six months, I was starting to not cry every single day. Um, But it's just different for everybody. What would you say?
1: Yeah. Well,
0: and I think it
1: also obviously depends on what is meant by start feeling normal again. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think I've felt normal in the way that I felt normal back then sense you know i i mean Mm -hmm. it's just this really crazy traumatic thing that we've all been through there is but like you said there's a new normal you i mean we're built to persevere and so hmm you know i i'd say it was probably like three weeks before i felt like i decided that i wanted to laugh that it was okay to laugh because i felt like and maybe a little longer than that um but I remember sitting there with friends and, like, they would say something funny or they were trying to cheer me up or whatever. And I felt like it was wrong to laugh. And that's, I think, kind of what Tina was talking about earlier is gave her permission to laugh. And for me, it was like a decision that I was like, if something's funny, like, I'm going to laugh. And so it just, like yeah. you said, it was, a, it was a very slow progression.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it just kept getting a little easier, a little easier. Well, it's yeah. like the – I'm sure everybody's heard it, but it's like the – um you know, the waves, getting hit with waves. Yeah. At first, the waves are crushing you and, like, pulling you under the water and it's, like, Mm -hmm. so intense. And then it's, like, okay, there's, like, a break between the sets and then the big waves come again and then, you know, slowly but surely you just have smaller waves and then every now and then a big wave crushes you but for the most part it's, like, small waves.
0: So, I mean, Tina
1: and I still share our grief with each other. Like, and it's been three almost three and a half coming up on three and a half years for me it's been like three years three months or something like that yeah um since she passed and coming up on five years since she got diagnosed with cancer which is just crazy um so it's a hard question to answer and first of all i think it's important to note that everybody's different yeah you know it's not going to be the same for for anybody Mm -hmm. um it depends how your spouse died too yeah you know for us, it was a lot different because our spouse's deaths were so long and drawn yeah. out and um, life-altering before the fact. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's obviously going to be very different for somebody who just, bam, like Tina, just got hit with it out of nowhere. Yeah. Of course, that timeline is going to be very, very different. So it's kind of a hard question to answer. Um, we can pause and catch up on a couple uh,
0: Yeah, I pulled it up on my phone. It's way easier to see that on my other computer. Is it? Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying that. That's what I'm doing. So uh, I'm also dating a widow. She corrected it later, said widower. I'm also dating a widower. I'm ashamed to say it sometimes makes me mad sad to always – I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that. Makes me sad to always explain to everyone how we fell in love. I want a happy love story, and I pray that one day it will not start with our sad stories. Oh, that's a really good – but you know what, that is mm-hmm. your story And that always will be your story And it can be actually really beautiful That
0: mm-hmm.
1: God used your stories To Come to each other And have this understanding for each other Because you know Sometimes that's who you need To understand you And sometimes that is God bringing um, Beauty from ashes um, mm-hmm. So anyways uh, Rob said, or when the bigger waves hit again, you're better prepared for them. That's a really, really oh, yeah. good point.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's, That's a really point, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I like that. Uh Jane, hello. She said hello, Hi Mark Jane, I know
0: Jane personally too. She's awesome.
1: And then mm-hmm. Rob said, Tina needs to be a guest at some point. Yes. Um I'll just say we are working on that. Yes, yeah, she yeah, we she can't has wait. been a guest. Um we have some uh technical issues with that. So but yeah, she's definitely going to be a guest.
0: Yeah. Can't and wait. uh
1: it was a great episode. We're really excited for you guys to hear her story um at some point in time. So
0: Yes.
1: Uh so anyways, so on to the next question.
0: Oh, okay, oh. let me pull that back question. up. Sorry, I just lost it. Okay. Um so the next one is basically a question about, like, how do you walk children through this? So we could talk about mm. two different kinds of kids. We can talk about younger kids and we can talk about teenagers. So mm. why don't you start with how you've walked your younger kids through this?
1: That was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, I went and picked up my kids from my in-laws house. They praised God. Mm. My prayers were answered and Lacey did not die when my kids were home. Um, they were staying at my mother-in-law's house and, um, I was driving them home and Alexis said, is mommy excited to see us? And I just pulled Mm. the car over at the park and was like, I have something to tell you guys. And I just like shut off the car, parked right on the side of the road and I turned around to the backseat and I was like, mommy actually went to be with Jesus and they just, well, Alexis screamed. And then Luke cried because, you know, he didn't really know fully what was going on. But, um, it was a very, very hard conversation. So it is hard. It is a very, very difficult road to walk down. But I chose honesty. Um, I chose to let them see my feelings. I chose to let them see me cry. Um... And, and there were several moments they saw that and I would just tell them, I'm sorry, I just really miss mommy. I'm just having a hard day. I really miss mommy. And, um, sometimes Alexis would cry with me or sometimes she would just be crying in her bed. I'd hear her and I would just go in there and she's just weeping and she's like, I really miss mommy. And so I think honesty Mm. is incredibly important and, and like asking them questions like, so how are you doing? You know? And like, you know, what do you remember about mommy? Like don't shy away from the topic of talking about daddy or mommy. Yes,
0: um, talk yeah. Talk about it,
1: you know, and, and ask them like, what do you, what do you miss most about mommy? Um, what do you wish you could say to mommy right now? If you could, um, audio is messing up for Mark on mine. Uh Oh, can you hear me? Okay. It was a little
0: jumbled for me for a minute. Yeah. It was like really Jumbil- quick and then it went back to normal. So hopefully it's,
1: Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well, hopefully you're like blurry, but
0: But you're not blurry on that screen. I don't know. (laughs) So
1: that's how, that's how I would, um, just some small advice I would give for how to handle it with kids. Don't be, don't shy away from it. Don't be shy to put them in counseling if you feel like they need it and and keep an eye out for signs of what they're walking through. And so I think that's for like little kids. What my advice would be. I obviously Mm. have a lot more. But just, you know,
0: right? we don't have all the time and in the world.
1: So <laughs> how
0: remind us um, how old your kids were at the time that Lacey passed away.
1: Four and seven. Wow. So pretty yeah, young. That's really young. Yeah. Luke yeah. turned four while mommy was um, uh, sick in the hospital.
0: That's right. Okay. So. I'll give advice on it's very similar even though they're different ages um is letting like I let them from the beginning I didn't hide my tears like I let them see when I was having a hard time I mean so much in fact that I remember I can't remember which one one of them saying are you ever going to stop crying (laughs) because I just I cried a lot um but um being honest with them about emotions do you hear Bentley in the background hopefully not Mm -hmm. that's my dog um you do. Sorry. He's not supposed to be barking, but, you know. How, have, how um, after 100 anyways, episodes have you not muted your them... dog yet? I know. There should be a button for that. <laughs> he's still going crazy. Oh, I think Joel's probably home. That's probably why he's freaking out. Mm. Um, anyways, um, just being honest with them, giving them a safe space to talk about their dad, just like you do. Um, always, like, we have pictures of Luke up. We talk about memories. Um, like, what do you think Daddy would think about this? Like, I mean, it's not as much anymore but definitely the first few years we did a lot of that and we still do like times where we talk about memories and um for christmas we started um a tradition hit the first year it was so hard the first year and the first year he was gone we always have cinnamon rolls that's something we've done for a long time but we sit down and talk about like christmas memories of their dad you know um so just encouraging them to be open and to be real and to educate them on grief um, that really it's okay to feel this way Um, people are going to say things give them grace you know there's all the stuff we teach adults because some i know my kids had that from their friends they don't understand or they said this or they said that it's just giving them grace but i think the biggest thing of walking kids Um, Mute the dog. I just saw that. Um, The biggest thing for walking kids through this is to give them a safe space and let them know they can talk about anything they want um, about their parent that is gone and that it's safe. I've heard stories about people who don't talk about it at all and then it's just hidden inside and it it doesn't, there's no room to heal and that's not healthy. Mm -hmm. So make sure you talk about it. So let me pull yeah. up the next question. I well, and, I and just dog, to pause on that I, real yeah. quick,
1: if anybody has um, questions or anything, um, please go ahead and leave them in the comments. Yes,
0: yeah, so you can go ahead and start doing that. We just have a few I don't know more why of I'm these lagging and we'll so bad. Um, the What's wrong with you? Come on. <laughs> You're lagging. You're like totally blurry, but you know how when we record on here, normally it's blurry sometimes and then it fixes itself. So when it's live, I'm yeah, not sure what it's doing. Yeah, but I keep looking
1: at... Okay. I keep looking at Facebook and it's
0: all jacked up. Oh, it's fine. They'll be fine. It's good. They can <laughs> hear you. It's all great. Okay. Okay. Next question. Not everyone. Um, so this is kind of like two questions and we can kind of answer these. How do you live without a companion? Um, I've been through that, but that is not currently where I'm at. And how do you find a new relationship and what's it like? So... This is kind of like a broad one we could talk about. Um, I can speak to Without a Companion in the past. Um, As you guys know, I'm remarried, so that's not currently where I'm at. Um, It was hard in the very, very beginning. I remember, like, especially when... Things that Luke would do would, you know, like things that he would fix. And like, I remember the first time I had to um, set a mouse trap in the middle of the night because the kids, the boys were freaking out. They thought there was a mouse. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And like when the smoke detector batteries went out and when the oil needed to change and when all this stuff needed done, like that was really hard for me. Um, But thankfully, I have my dad and brothers who helped a lot with that. Um, so I think finding community wherever you're at, whether that's, um, your family or church or friends, like let them know you need help. That's one way I mm. was, I was able to live without a companion, um, is to be able to, um, get help from other people. And it is hard when you're trying to be the mom and the dad to your kids. Um, but just doing the best that you can. Um, mm. what would you say to that question about how do you live without a companion? Yeah.
1: Well, sorry for – it feels weird because I keep seeing – so Tina said my audio is still messed up also. Uh, So can you guys comment – are you guys not hearing me at all? Or is it like cutting in and out or something? So anyways, I will go on answering that question. So gosh, what it's like to live without a companion. It's hard. It's hard, especially when you've been used to like living with somebody for so long and you're used to splitting all the responsibilities and – um, and just always having somebody to talk to and like Rob said, I was literally just going to say this, got so tired of eating daughter alone or eating daughter. Oh my gosh. Eating dinner alone. I asked my daughter and son-in-law <laughs> and my son know that was yep. terrible. I can't read. It speeds up and then freezes. Thank you so much for the feedback. Mm. Um, I, I, sorry guys. And I'm reading, yeah, I'm reading without my glasses. So I'm like. Apparently, Rob eats daughters for dinner. Oh, um, that's it. <laughs> so, um, yes, I, I was just about to say that, Rob, that, like, just doing everything alone, like, it's so lonely. And, yes, I have my kids, but they are not adults. And so there is very much this feeling of... Um, sounds like Alvin... Alvin! Um, sorry, I'm reading comments. But, um, you know, sorry, obviously you know, I have Tina to talk to and all this stuff, but there's a lot of alone moments, but, but like, so I'd have to go back more because it's much better now that I have somebody in my life. It's way different. But before that, like, gosh, it was just like always everything alone
0: yeah, and
1: quiet. And so it's hard. It's hard. Lean on friends, like Michelle said. And, um, Gosh, I don't know. I mean, that was one of the hardest things for me about it was just feeling like everything was alone. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. So I don't know. That's, that's, it's just a very difficult thing to go through and there's no way around that.
0: Yeah, it is. Definitely. I'm stalling so bad. So the next question, um, was how, why did make your, like, try to get your face to Well, like I
1: say something and then you hear it like 10 (laughs) seconds later.
0: Oh, well, that's the best we got right now, so we're rolling with it. Yeah. We're yep. rolling with the homies,
1: Alvin, Simon, <laughs> Anyways, Theodore. Anyways, um,
0: Theodore. Okay, so last question, and then we'll open it up for questions from the audience. Um, it's weird because when I look at the Facebook one, it's so behind what we're doing. So weird. I know. Anyways, um, so <laughs> – so the last one was, how do you find someone new? Now, we, we've talked about this a lot. Um, let God write your love story. Like, that really is it. I know it's hard to be patient. I know it's hard to not take matters into your own hands. And I mean, however you feel like you want to do it, like, I, I'm so thankful that God brought me Joel through Facebook, <laughs> um, through like someone you may know, um, and then brought us together. We knew each other from college, if you don't know that whole story. Um, and that I let God write my love story and do all that. And, and you've talked about it before about being the best you can be while you're waiting. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it's, it's just about like being patient and, um, just working on yourself and this asking if that's a desire of your heart, asking God to bring you your next person. Mm -hmm. Um, you have any advice on that?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say the same thing you said about becoming, instead of worrying about the person you're looking for, focus instead on becoming yeah. the person that will attract the kind of person you want. But for me, I spent time with God, praying and praying and praying, and I made mistakes along the way. Um, you know, I tried to take things into my own hands, so to say, so to speak, but um, I... You know, just just be patient and wait for God to bring the right person into, you, into your life. Um, I think that's so critical and important because, so for me, like I was saying, I spent so much time in prayer with God praying for this woman. I said, Lord, like, you, and I always started the prayer the same way. You said that we can ask for anything we want in Jesus' name. And so I want her to be like this. I want her to be this and to be this and to be this and to be this. And then he literally brought me that exact woman. Like it's totally like the weird science. I feel like I created a woman in a laboratory. She is exactly (laughs) what I prayed for. Like it's seriously like exactly what I, she is exactly who I prayed for. Like everything, every little detail she is that woman. And it's like, Whoa, God, So, and this is an amazing part about it. I can feel how much God loves me through Tina. Because it was such an answer to my prayers. It was such a very clear answer. And he brought me here. He brought me to Tennessee to be with her. And it was like, oh my gosh. Like, and, and I mean, right down to the, like, I prayed that she would be widowed and I knew that she would be widowed. And then that led me into praying for Mm. her. I was like, Lord, please, please help her like today. I know she's struggling. Like, please be with her today. Please build me up to be the man that she's waiting for. And, you know, I, I just had this, not a visual. It was almost like a silhouette, like a shadow of this woman that I was praying for and I could like see her crying in my prayers and see her sad and broken and, um, all these different things. And I just had so much empathy for her and I prayed for her and it was like, my heart already like loved her so much before I even met her. Um, if that makes sense. And so, you know, and it was like, God told me, he said, get off of dating sites. That's not what I have for you. I will bring her to you, which is very unique. Like, that's very unique you know he said i will bring her to you and you will know right when you meet her and uh gosh it's just like i said uh it's it's almost like i um created her <laughs> in a laboratory yeah. so uh it's we so got some
0: great comments yes
1: too. yes so i think the answer
0: but i think we've got a couple questions now um yes
1: Tina's was, I think, the first question. I think it's still... Yeah. Yes. You
0: read Wait, it?
1: what did Rob say last? Oh, yeah, we were. that was the Alvin and the Chipmunks. How do I sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks? Well, Rob, you see, um, you have to change your voice up like 12 octaves. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, so go ahead.
0: Uh, well, your wonderful Tina, a.k.a. Mystery Girl... When did each of you realize that you were reaching people with this ministry? Hmm. Hmm. I think when it was like people other than the people we knew listening to it, um, when we could see it was starting Hmm. to grow, like on the statistics. Um, But then also I can't remember. Okay. I've got a couple instances. I can't remember the first email we got from somebody, honestly, but I could probably go back and look at it. Um, But the first relationship that I built with this woman in Tanzania or Tasmania. Yes. Or one of those Tanzania. countries. We still talk on um her name's Rachel. we Rachel. still talk sometimes. And that she had yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? And it's like I remember I remember you know, her yeah. Say your last name. Um, and she I believe she's engaged now. We keep in touch once in a while nice. on WhatsApp and we started having these conversations and reach someone across the world with this and and that that's the biggest one that sticks out in my head um is is meeting her meeting her and then starting to have dialogues and conversations and i'm like this is someone literally around the world and that was that was a big deal to me Mm -hmm. what about you do you have a specific memory
1: no i don't have a specific time i just remember i remember the feeling of uh you said somebody emailed us and i was like whoa and they said like Thank you both for, for sharing your stories. It was so raw and vulnerable and I just really related Mm. to it a lot. Yeah. And, um, and you know, it was something along those lines and I was like, whoa, like this is a total stranger. And I think that's when it was for me, sweetheart, (laughs) to answer your question. That was Tina's question.
0: Hmm. That's great. So Um, I like, uh, Christina has a great question. Um, hmm. how did you build your trust back in God? Um, I think it was so because my circumstance was Luke was sick for many, many years and it was something that I had to accept over time. I remember listening to a sermon, uh, pastor Steven Furtick elevation church. And he said, if God allowed it, I can accept it. And so I just started saying that about everything like that. He said that everything that happens in life goes through God's hands, either like Satan does it or God allows it or, or God does. Wait, What am I saying? Do you know what I'm saying? What I'm trying to say? It, it goes through God's hands. Either he allows it to happen or he create, he, you know, made it happen. Now we know he does not cause death, but he allows it to happen. And so I think I was able to embrace that while Luke was sick. Um, and be able to like kind of i don't I don't feel like I lost trust in God because that's kind of where I was this whole time um but it all it really depends too on the person and like was it a sudden death, was it an overtime death? I think that that can play a role in it um but I think it's really pressing into God and asking him to meet you there, and that's what I did after Luke died and uh, before Luke died and after he died just crying out to god on the floor crying my eyes out asking him to meet me and he always did and so i want to encourage everybody to press in like satan's gonna want to like um isolate you and like not you don't want to press in god does he's gonna whisper lies in your ear that god doesn't care about you god abandoned you he's gonna tell you all these things um some people have said i think i'm being punished god's not punishing you i promise in fact you were chosen Like there's a whole episode about this. Like you were chosen to be by your spouse's side, you know? And Mm -hmm. so try to reframe that if it feels like a punishment, but like God literally chose you. So Mm -hmm. that's my answer for that.
1: That's good. So how did I build my trust back in God? Yeah. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I know that my experience isn't the same as a lot of other widowed people. Um, I never lost trust in God. Um, for me, it was like a, a place of strength that I drew from is that I knew I could trust him. and um, But I also had a lot of experiences that made me feel that way, um, that I knew I could trust God because I, I have been uh, very heavenly minded for a long time, where yeah. I see heaven as our eternal and earth as our temporary And so I remember one time when I knew Lacey was going to die, I was begging God and just said, God, like, what do I do? What do I do? I'll do anything. Like, tell me what to do. And I just, I felt, you know, everybody listening who prays know how this is. It's like, I didn't hear an audible voice, but I felt something pressed upon my heart. He said, I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need doctors. I don't need medicine. If I want to save her, I'll save her. And to, to like trust in his purpose and his will. And I just remember that gave me a, you know, we all need different things. And in that moment, that gave me something I needed where I was like, you know, this is, I've been trying for 14 months desperately to save her. Um, it was a fight. And at that moment, I realized that I could let it go. And that was, it was something I needed. And so God has always spoken to me in in the darkest of times in very um apparent ways and so i don't think i lost trust with god i was angry and i shared that with him yeah um but i don't think i ever lost trust so i can't really speak to how to get it back um other than to say you know he's good you know he's faithful um th- that there are you know proverbs three, four, five, 5 and 6 to lean not on your own understanding And that his ways are above our ways and his thoughts are above our thoughts and that he is God of the universe. And if you think about how big that is, um, he is trustworthy. And just because we don't understand it, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean he's not trustworthy. Now, saying all of that, I'm not saying that your feelings aren't valid. Or if you're struggling with trust, that that's not a very real feeling you should or do have. I understand. Um, But so anyways, that's... uh, that's all I have to say about that.
0: I knew you were... Like, LinkedIn I heard that Diane in my head. Ice cream. So. I knew there was... <laughs> there was going to be forest in here somewhere. <laughs>
1: so, nice. yes, I heard um, you so read this. Anyone... I'm just processing. So... Sorry. It's lagging.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, I just was going to say... Do we have any more questions from our audience? we been talking for over an hour. Do you know that?
1: <laughs> so maybe I should Anything share with June how once, to create twice. a new person in a laboratory.
0: Euler. Okay, let's You see.
1: got to pray.
0: Um, pray. Kimberly. Oh, my, I didn't hit my note. D- pray. Pray. Pray just to make it today. Okay, so That's I want to so leave Kimberly with Evans, my husband's past. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> my husband's <laughs> passing was sudden. I tried my best to leave God. I was so angry. Just like the prodigal son, he took me right back in. His mm. mercies are new daily. That's beautiful, Kimberly. Thank you for Praise sharing that. God. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Very good. Okay. Did it going come through? once, going twice. Any more questions?
1: Are you hearing me? Bueller?
0: What? Yes, I can hear you. <laughs>
1: Okay, I don't know. It's there. like lagging. It's crazy. It's like so right. behind.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, yes. sorry um, everybody. No question but a comment. Thank you. This is from Rob. Thank you for your ministry. You guys really helped me while I binge listened during those early days for me. Thank you, Rob. That's a huge mm. compliment. Yes. I mean, I think yes, Rob. Thank you. now is when I hear things like like that um when i hear stories like that of how it especially like brought them joy when we do our cheesy songs and all the things that we do that like you know because normally it's just you and i talking and like does anybody care does anybody really like we don't normally have interaction (laughs) except for some emails and stuff And so this is crazy to get all this feedback um, all at once. I just want to thank you guys. This is really encouraging us to go for another hundred. I don't know what we're going to talk about though. Um, We'll be like, if you guys have ideas, you can always send us messages of like, Hey, I want to hear, Um, You guys talk about this or whatever, because, you know, we've done a hundred episodes, but we're going to keep having guests. Again, you can fill out the form that's always on every podcast. If you want to be a guest, fill it out. We'd love to have you. Um, We're going to keep finding like different kinds of guests, widows, widowers, as well as like professionals, maybe pastors. We're going to kind of be integrating different things as um, we um, move forward with our next 100 episodes. (laughs) i can't even imagine 100 more but um yeah and I'm, I'm seeing some good comments mitzi i had never felt closer to god and him to me during the most difficult time i can attest to that too yes um jane says thank you for being transparent and real sharing your stories has helped me so much over the past two years oh you're so welcome jane that's just so encouraging to hear like so encouraging yeah <laughs> amazing um we do have a, oh, one a, a more question, question from question. christina how do you deal with the sup? the sup. i think that you can't hear you're me sometimes because it sounds like you're interrupting
1: <laughs> no i can hear you yes. but i just you don't hear me how- for like 10 seconds
0: oh that's the um <laughs> there it is okay sorry serious question how do you deal with the supposed to moments um, I think that means like, uh, it was supposed to be our anniversary, supposed to be his birthday, mm. supposed to be all mm-hmm. of that. Um, I think making a plan that was huge for me, um, in the first year, like on this day, like this is what, like we had a plan for the one year anniversary of Luke's death. Um, I had a plan for the first anniversary, um, had a plan you know basically make a plan is what helped me and if you know that you need alone time making a plan that you get some alone time but i think it's um and allow yourself that time like i still do it on our anniversary i our would-be anniversary i look at pictures like allow yourself to feel those things so that you can move forward what would you say about that mark
1: i would say first of all uh as in regards to how do you deal with them is know that they're going to be hard Uh, But also encourage yourself that they will get easier. My first Christmas was miserable and I love Christmas.
0: Oh, it
1: was miserable. It's stunk. It was so meaningless. Um, And so just know that they're hard, but know that you're going to get through them and just walk through it and pray and, and do it minute by minute. Then maybe it's hour by hour, then day by day. Um, but you're always going to remember them and they will get just a little easier over time, but you will always have the supposed to's April 26th will always be Lacey and Mai's anniversary. And that's always going to be a day that I think about her and I get a million memories on Facebook. And I remember how much of a treasure it was to be married to her. And so the supposed to's are hard. And, um, you know, he, she, you know, he, she was supposed to be here for this, um, you know, graduations and things like that and weddings and all the different things. Um, so yeah, it's hard. I'd say, I'd say there's no perfect advice other than to just walk into it, knowing it's going to be hard. Give yourself grace, lean into the Lord, ask for support from others and be encouraged that it will not be this way forever. You're in a season.
0: Right. And uh, I keep hearing this verse, um, I can do all things through Christ, Christ who strengthens me. And I I believe that that was something that helped me through those times. I do quote that in my head when I'm going into something hard, like I can do all things that Christ, Christ who strengthens me. I remember all the time saying that when we're walking into cancer appointments and all the things, and Mm. it seemed impossible. And without God, it would have been impossible. But just um knowing that with his help, you really can get through anything, like yeah, it's gonna be hard, but it won't last forever too, like there really is like God really does take mourning and turning it into dancing, like literally for me, <laughs> not' literally you know like dancing, but for me, it's like literally <laughs> I yeah. he's done that like i this <laughs> actually we had like a literal um like representation of that at the retreat because morning there, everyone was crying and then we ended it with dancing and it was just amazing to see that. Um, Christina, your husband had that verse tattooed on his arm. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's such a great verse. Um, so I think we're about ready to wrap it on up. Do you want to end in prayer and pray for our friends that are watching and listening? Yes.
1: I will lag 10 seconds and start praying. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> I can't <hear. laughs> All right. I'm going to start praying. So I don't start talking. It'll take you a second to hear it. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Lord, thank you so, so much funny. for this
1: ministry that you've provided for us, um, mm-hmm. that you've trusted us with. And gosh, what a blessing to have helped so many people. That's just absolutely your work. And we just thank you for using us as a vessel um mm-hmm. I thank you for for bringing us such joy after such devastation had crushed our lives that and I pray that you would do that for everybody listening lord for all those in the beginning or or even further out that just still haven't found that joy to be restored I pray that they would lean into you and trust in you um And, uh, just, I'm just so blown away by what you've Mm -hmm. done with this little podcast. And I'm so grateful, Mm -hmm. um, that you've allowed us to do your work and to do your will. And, um, I would like to ask everybody to join me in praying for Tina, that, um, she has Mm -hmm. a safe flight back home tomorrow and that she, um, is able to not be fearful and that she is, uh, just at peace and relaxed and just feels good about it. Um, and uh, I just pray that everybody would join me in that. And so we thank you, Lord, for um, just all that you do for us. We thank you for your Son and His blood, and it's in His name we pray to you, Father. Amen.
0: Amen. You know what I'm going to say. If you like this podcast, give it a little no, think, no, no, no. five stars. What? That's not if what you, I say. You,
1: if you like this live, you got to give it a thumbs up
0: yeah give it a thumbs up but then this is also (laughs) going to be a regular podcast too so no for real let me just speak for real it really does help get the word out if you if you write a little review it would mean so much um like even take some of these comments that you guys have told us tonight just go right to um apple podcast bing like put it in there like the little comment like you can copy and paste it that'd be amazing (laughs) um but we really do appreciate everything that you've done and helping us be where we are today. Because with the listeners, we'd just be talking to ourselves. So without without the listeners is what I'm trying to say. We'd just be talking to ourselves. And that's what it was in the beginning, literally. Like, okay, I hope somebody listens. Oh, my mom yeah. You know, like <laughs> just our close friends and family um, were supporting us. And then it's grown to something that is amazing. And we hope it continues to do that. So thank you, guys. Um, and uh, we'll Thanks, Rob. Next time we do a live, all right. What was I supposed to say something else? <laughs> Out. No, you're just not hearing. Wait,
1: are you hearing me in real time now?
0: I think so. Oh, right, when we're about to end Almost. your real time.
1: Almost.
0: It's <laughs> oh, fixed. <okay>. And
1: goodbye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but thank you guys so much for being here tonight. It was really fun to do a live. Maybe we can do it more often. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Oh, Tina Bing. <laughs> They gave, us gave like me a big
1: old smile. More
0: than five stars. I think that's six Yeah. Six yes. stars. Six Thank stars, you. Tina. Girl. Yeah, girl. <laughs> that's awesome. Um okay. love that well, girl. She's awesome. that's So sweet. Okay, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.
1: All right, God bless you all. Thank you.